Hello, this is Paula. And this is Susanna. And And this this is is the Joy Joy of Home Home podcast. The Joy of Home is a podcast about stories of the love of home, the joy of your own home, how you make your spaces personal to yourself. We'll have conversations about what makes a happy home with a variety of guests. And you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right, let's move on. <laughs> This could be going one way or other. Let's see. Let's see. Um, what's the weirdest fantasy you ever had? <laughs> what podcast is this? <laughs> There's no specification. Maybe this is just some sort, sort of like a trading dreaming scenario rather than you want to pull out all your latex outfits no, no. out from the oh, no. big cupboard behind you. <laughs> You've seen my wardrobe? Um, let me think. <laughs> Leather chaps, Paula. What is the um, the weirdest fantasy? Goodness me, I'm trying to think. What have what have been my dreams in the past? My dreams are quite my dreams are quite relatively small. I've got to say, when I say they're small, um, I've never had um, a big dream to be sort of like a Hollywood superstar or um, on the stage or or to own Buckingham Palace or anything like that. My my dreams have always centred around having a very happy, lovely home filled with my family, which, you know, sounds like, sounds quite trite and another thing to put on the T-shirt. But really, honestly, that, that has been it. My parents um, left to return to Grenada just before I went to university. And they came back and they boomeranged back and forth several times. But at that point, um, I felt that my family home had gone. And so I have spent the rest of my uh, adulthood wanting to recreate the lovely family home that I had and the closeness that I had when I was a child. So I think that this is not weird or strange at all. I'm sure it's a dream that many people have. But my biggest dream has always been to create a very happy family home that my children never want to leave <laughs> oh that that's lovely yeah. yeah 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 it's not weird but I mean that's just I guess people's different fantasies for different people might be weird so you you, you can go with that that did remind me this question that I did have a slightly I'm not sure it's that weird but this was more when I was growing up rather than I still actively would be thinking about this but I had read this book that 
basically this group of women, I have no idea what that book was called. It probably was absolutely dreadful otherwise. But this group of women got stranded on a, like a more like a tropical sort of island. Oh my goodness. And the, I, I can't quite remember what happened, but that somehow sparked me this fantasy of me having spending lots like you know I'm, I've always been a quite a big tra- daydreamer I just really enjoyed that sort of thing a lot but I remember like going to bed and probably for you know longest time my standard daydream fantasy was of me getting stranded on a you know oh my a deserted with, island somewhere with friends with friends or but usually with friends, yes. Or there was at one point when I had a quite a big crush on my friend's big brother. So he then appeared quite often. And then he was very handy. He was very handy. He was very good at building like you. I have a feeling. Is that is, is that a Shirley Conran book? I have no idea. I'm, I, let me write it down because I need to know. Was there something about that they were maybe in a hotel and then the hotel it's, it's got a, kind I'm of like... I'm pretty sure it's Shirley Conran. I'm, I read the same... Um, book. She wrote Lace and lots of other sources. I need to buy that book now to read. It might ruin the dream, but I remember as well thinking like I grew up in the middle of nowhere and I really enjoyed reading over it then. And we had this tiny little library. I still remember our library number, which was 111, because I think they just didn't have that many members in this teeny tiny. It was basically just one room filled with books, like a you know, like your living room size of room. And I, I, it was from that library and I was kind of like then going back and trying to find something similar, but that was always the only one. So Shirley Conran might be. Shirley Conran, yeah. Have, have a look. I think, I, I'm trying to remember what it was called, but I, I pretty much um, remember reading the same book. And I remember they were eating something from the turtles. And yeah, okay, yes, let, let's move on from my crazy. But that's my, that was it's my crazy It's probably not going to be that at all now, is it? It's probably going to be, I'm going to, I'm, I'm giving you some like bodice ripping blockbuster and it's going to be some <laughs> cerebral, really sort of like. <laughs> well, given my very, very bad memory or like, a you know, vague memories, I think any old book on set in that sort of <laughs> tropical setting would probably do. So, um. Then the next question is, have you ever thought of doing a cosmetic surgery? What would you change if you... Oh, my goodness. Well... Let's hear it, Paula. That's a question. Let me get my list out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I... <laughs> that, do, do, there is something, there is something particularly wonderful about being 54 and having lived with a lot of the things that bothered you when you were younger. I, I'm not anti-plastic surgery at all. I'm, I'm really interested and I think good for anyone who does it. I have lived with my teeth. I, I sort of um, have had, I had braces when I was younger, um, but you know, the train track on both sides and it worked a treat between the ages of 12 and 14 and then around 25, they boomeranged out again. <laughs> yeah, they didn't used to put any wires back in the day, did they? Uh, well, I had what, but no, I, sh- I should have kept, I should have kept it, um, the maintenance. I mean, maybe they told me to and I just didn't, I don't know. But I've often um, felt about getting my teeth straightened, um, which I know, I mean, no, I mean that's cosmetic plastic dentistry. surgery? It's cos- cosmetic oh, dentistry. Oh, but you just get braces. You could just get braces. Yeah. That's and that, surely and that's, that's something, not cool. That's something I may do. That's something I may do. 
I can highly recommend that. I had mine done. Uh, well, I had braces. I had Invisalign. Took two years, but it's yeah. I'm really, really pleased. I had my my bottom teeth were. I wish I had done it when I first thought about it because two years seems like such a long time. But um, I, I I probably will. Do that it flies. Point. It goes really quickly. And if you use the Invisalign, people can't even see that you're wearing them. I mean, I was doing a little bit of lifting for the first two days because I was getting used to them. But it's I would highly recommend that. Are they fixed? Are they fixed on? Are, are they fixed on? No. So you just take them. You just put them on and take them off when you are eating oh, okay, or. Okay. Okay. doing anything so, like that so, so that's that's something i may do i mean it's very obvious that i don't do botox <laughs> you can see does would i do would i have botox once again i've got nothing against it i'm I'm a bit lazy i'm just a bit lazy i think um i'm quite lazy as well. at, at this stage i can't be bothered and i just um make do and make things work but i mean there may come a time when i feel more troubled by things um, at the moment, I don't. I'm developing. Um, I don't sleep very well at the moment, so I'm developing bags. I mean, is there something that you can do for bags? I don't know. I I am more into enjoying skincare and um, me and too. Sort of like um, exploring skincare, and I would rather spend money perhaps on really good skincare um, than plastic surgery. But I I would never. I will never say never. I will never. I will never want to be quoted for saying I would never have um, X, Y, Z. And then in five years time, I feel it's different. And then in five years time, that's what I want to do. And um, the only thing I would say is that I I love the idea of being me, but perhaps fresher, better, as opposed to younger. I'm not bothered. I love my age and I love, I, you know, it's a privilege to get older. I'm not bothered about looking like my 30-year-old self but I wouldn't mind looking like the best version of You had a good night's sleep. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Me on the best day possible is enough. So if something yeah. can do that, then I, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, yeah, once again, I'm very much with you in there. I, um, I, I don't really, I don't really know, like, I don't feel very strongly about one way or other. I, like you, I definitely would not be saying that, no, I never do that. I'm fairly happy how I look at the moment. I mean, I look my age, so it's absolutely fine. I think the idea of Botox scares me more than excites me. I think the idea that I won't be able to, you know, have my full facial expression. I don't know. Maybe there's a way of doing. I don't actually know enough, so maybe I should. Maybe this is just more for me feeling like. But uh, but I, I definitely would potentially consider getting a little something that would make me look like I've had a really good night's sleep. So, but it's for, for although, given that both of our jobs, obviously we are, you know, have to be in front of people often, and I often. You, have to video ourselves doing this and that which is i guess i i can see how that could be quite well there are pros and cons to that there are pros and cons because well i think there's mainly cons if i'm perfectly honest when i have to look at my face for the extended periods of time you know what what, oh your face is a beautiful face what i do find though is that the more your face is on in social media or in the media the more you get used to it so i think that there are a lot of little um, things that perhaps bothered me 10 years ago that are still there. In fact, they've probably grown or, in, or got even bigger or stronger. 
but because I see myself all the time, I'm like, yeah, whatever. You get more it's used that, to it. You know, yeah. you, know you, get, you get used to it. Um, I used to, when I was a lot younger, I wasn't keen on my teeth. I wasn't keen on the shape of my nose. I, I did, wasn't keen on the fact that I don't have much of a chin. I've got, I mean, there, there are a million things that are not perfect about me like anyone else. But um, I'm just so used to it now. I'm so used to it. I think it would be almost odd if I had a really strong jaw. I think it's also when you get older, rather than focusing on things that you are not happy about, I feel like somehow kind of like maybe the list of things that you are really quite happy about, maybe it's just, it gets shorter, so it's easier to see that, well, you know, I have quite nice this or that, like it's not too, I'm not also, I'm not sure about you, but I feel like that we both grew up in um, quite lucky times in the sense that there was very little kind of like comparison to lots of artificially uh, enhanced people or like filtered people that, you know, nobody really looks like in real life. And I also grew up in a family that looks was not like, it was never really mentioned, not kind of like for good way or bad way. I don't ever remember my parents kind of like paying any attention on how I looked or how anybody really looked. It was always quite kind of like, well, it's, that's not so important. So I feel like I've quite lucked out in the sense that I'm not saying that looks are not important for me because of course they are. But I feel like that it has never, maybe also because I, I was never, <laughs> you know, like let's just put it this way. If I would have applied to go to a beauty contest, I don't think I would have gotten very far. So maybe oh because my... my... Goodness, stop you. But no, but I don't mean it. I really don't mean it in like, oh yeah, please give me all the compliments. I mean it in the kind of like a nicest possible way that when you have grown up and you've always been nice enough looking, I'm not saying, you know, I'm okay looking, but it's never been like my identity that, oh, she's the very pretty one. Or like, you know, oh, you know, that's the really beautiful. I never was that, oh, she's the really, really beautiful one. So it feels like for me that, well, you know, when you went the beauty contest winner in your 20s, I'm not expecting to look like that in my freaking late 40s, do you know, am I? Do you know that is that, that that's quite interesting? I suppose it's because I, yeah, I was, you know, my goodness, I was always um, the person who held the camera and took other people's photos, you know. And it's only as I've got gotten older that I'm happy in front of the camera. And because because you just get used to your imperfections and your face and you get used to yourself and it's fine. But also it's, um, I think that I am quite expressive. You know, I'm like, you know, the face is all over the place. I don't think- I, I would think so want, too, Paula. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to lose that. I wouldn't want to lose that ability to, you know, I'm a bit goofy. I like, I like, um, I love a, I love humour. I like, I like trying to make people laugh, you know, that that brings me pleasure. So the idea that I'd be, you know, not being able to sort of express myself, I don't think I could do that. Um, and it's it's and I do think that um, you know, filters on um Instagram, for instance, I'm not against them at all. I think for me, I've never used them. Well, when I say filters, the ones that actually enhance your face, not not ones that sort of like tint the um the look of the photo. I there was something going around. What was it? It was bold glamour or something that was going around on TikTok. Oh, that was a TikTok one, yeah. And it was a, it was a TikTok one, and um, for a laugh, I um, I looked to see what I would look like, and it is amazing how enhanced you look. But I think that's also quite dangerous because I think I looked more like a man 
with that filter. I tried as well. I got really kind of like a distinctive kind of like a this like a male <laughs> model look. So if, I don't think it was <laughs> working quite so well. I probably got I probably got a strong. You got the jaw exactly, whereas I have already a strong jaw. So, <laughs> but I think if you get too used to that, then you then you'd go back to not liking how you really look. So that's why I think it's slight a slightly rocky road. Nothing against anyone who uses them. I, I, you know, whatever you do, you in in my book, I wouldn't like to criticize anyone. But for me, seeing what I really look like is helpful because it means that you know that's you get used to it. You get used to it. You learn to love yourself. You know. No, that makes sense. Makes sense, right? Let's move on. Let's move on from. But I'm not saying you won't see me with um forty double triple. F cups um, soon, if... exactly, and the new chin, yeah, and a new and a new chin. <laughs> if, I, if, I completely, if I look completely different, just don't say anything. I'm old. I was asking, where's Paula? You, you must be Paula's sister then. <laughs> right. So uh, moving on from uh, plastic surgery to. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Secret interest that most people don't know about your, you. Should I go first? I feel like otherwise I'm yes. just always copying yours. Yes, yes. Because no, I really go, do go. have, I don't know how secret these are because I think, I feel I have shared this before, but I have two things that I have uh, this potentially a little bit morbid fascination. Maybe I'm using the expression wrong, but I absolutely love reading anything any articles any kind of like stories watching any documentary or movie about people who either want to cr- climb a big mountain like Everest or the K2 or any of those things or people who do cave diving like that's my these are my two like I just really I'm completely fascinated by it I would never I'm such a wimp I would never ever I would like to go to maybe the Everest base camp Maybe when I'm retired and I'm traveling around the world and packpacking, but I would not. I would not go anywhere near. I don't even like caves when they are above the water. That's that's fascinating. But you like to watch people doing it. Yes, I'm really. I don't know what and read about it. Like I just find it so fascinating and the kind of like the whole how people have that kind of like drive that they want to do it. Oh my goodness! I don't. Oh my goodness! I can't think of anything worse. I mean, like it's really expensive as well, so I can't really see why people want to pay lots of money to do something that is so. I, I can sort of understand climbing. A, I mean, I wouldn't do it, but I can understand climbing a mountain. But I, um, the cave diving, I, I haven't got claustrophobia, but the idea of going somewhere that you might not be able to find your way out of with ease or get stuck—that's um, really. Oh, I don't even no, like no, caves. No, no, no caving in there yeah. i'm one of those people who if i watch something on television and somebody like somebody's underwater or they have to hold their breath i can't help i'm um, holding my breath as <laughs> well hot, yeah. so, so if there's if there's something i don't know the t- that film titanic let's say if somebody was underwater i'm there going <laughs> while watching it and i <laughs> you are getting the full experience I 
literally feel as if I'm living that. And I'm like, I hope they come out quickly because I can't breathe until they do. <laughs> so, um, so no, the idea of cave diving is abs- absolutely a no-no. Absolutely a no-no. No, oh, my goodness. No, yeah, it's not on my wish list either. But have you got any other secret interests that may maybe nothing to do with country houses or... Yes. Well, it's not so secret. Well, okay, there's two two things that... I mean, the latex. Is the latex now coming out? Yeah, yeah, that's that's coming out. That, um, that those are on. No, but um, it's not. Um, it's not so secret. Um, and it's not anything that I do, but it's something that I would love to do. I would love to do um, ballroom dancing. I would love to, you know, but proper, you know, the proper chance yeah. or the tango or you know, I would love to. So I, I love, is it because um, of the outfits? Uh, do, do you know, it's not so much the outfits. My father used to um, dance a lot, classically dance with my um, my mother. You know, they would do the foxtrot and they would do the um, the waltz and all that sort of stuff. And so I used to dance on my father's feet. He would teach me to dance. Aww. But, but the, he wasn't um, formally trained. They just, they were the age group that, you know, everyone used to do those sorts yeah, of dances. Yeah, my parents know how to dance those exactly. as well. Exactly. Yeah. So, um so I always do a, you know, a dance, well, not so much now, but, you know, we, if we were out at a wedding or something, dad, my father and I would, you know, do a, a dance and I would do my pretend foxtrot or my pretend whatever, you know, we'd improvise. Um, but I would love to do, um, to learn to do those sorts of dances, the samba and all that, but properly do it. So, you know, the actual moves and everything. So it's not an interest in the sense that I don't do it, but I would love to, it's one of those things that I would love to, um, to do in the future. Nice. Well, that sounds my nice. Hips, my hips and knees. Less gruesome than my interests as well. I like it. <laughs> Balancing out a little bit. <laughs> so, what's something you are really bad at? Oh, let me. So, I'm just bringing my heating on. Hold on. Oh, go for it. Well, I can start whilst you're putting your heating on. I am uh, quite useless with most things to do with music. I think my. I enjoy listening, but I actually often just enjoy being in silence where there's no, like, I'm not one of those people who like to have music on the background at all. And I'm also these days one of those people, which I didn't used to be, but when I'm driving, I sometimes listen to music. But when I enter the city conditions and closer to where I'm going, the radio needs to go off. And that's exactly what my mom used to do. Because you'd have to concentrate? Exactly. Can't take the music and the roads. I need to be paying attention. So music is not my strong point. I can't sing. I went to, I did piano lessons for six years. I didn't even make it to the first grade. Yeah, long time. And the results are speaking for themselves. I think that just really proves my point. I mean, I didn't do that much practicing, but I was just hopeless. I think my poor piano teacher probably retired afterwards (laughs) thinking this is not working anymore. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But um, I love. I mean, I love. I'm the opposite of that. I love music. I I would say one of the things that I'm not good at that deeply has deeply um upset me over the years is tennis, and the reason being is that I was athletics captain at school. I was in every single team. I was I was lacrosse captain. I was I did um what's it called um uh, netball. You know, I was so sporty and I loved sports. And so, what was your position on netball? So netball, I was um, goalkeeper or goal attack because I because I was tall. It was I was always I had to be near a goal. So whether it's defence or attacking, 
Um, I didn't enjoy being goalkeeper because, you know, I wanted the glory. So goal attack was my favourite. But um, so, yes, I because I was so good at other sports when I was younger, not so much now, I always assumed I'd be good at most sports. But I have tiny, I mean, you can't see on here, but I've got tiny little wrists and they're not strong. So weirdly, I'm good at a backhand, but I'm rubbish at forehand with tennis. And it used to frustrate me so much. I couldn't understand why there is this one sport that I just couldn't get the hang of. And the sport that I love, I love watching tennis. I'm a huge tennis fan. And I would love to be good at it, but I have just never been good at tennis. But your weak weak wrists are basically my thing. Weak, my know. weak wrists. My weak wrists. So Can yeah, you just I'm play? Is there, the, surely there's so many different variations of tennis these days. Surely they have one where you're just only allowed to do backhands. If, if I could just play backhand tennis, I'd be fine. <laughs> Perfect. We need to invent that. T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, this is a good one. What's the secret to happy and long marriage? Oh, um, I don't know. I have to ask my sick. I have to ask my sick husband. <laughs> <laughs> or should I ask husband number three? Um, what's the secret to happy and long marriage? Um, I've been. Mar- I met my husband on my first day of university. Can't believe that's so romantic. We got together in our third year properly, um, although we had a few kisses beforehand, and um, and we've been married for. 24 no 25 years next year but we've been together 32 years blimey that's a long time 33 maybe 33 years yeah so your relationship is nearly middle aged then yeah absolutely so we've been i think we've been together for about 33 years yeah could be i'm I'm, sorry i'm shocked myself but it's been yeah we've been together Am I that old? I thought I was about 23 myself. Um, what would be my... Um, do you know, I think that... I think a lot of people can often fall at the first hurdle. And by that, I mean that the first big issue you get, you have, or the first um, big thing, maybe some people feel they can't get through that. I think if you can get through that and you know that you can be happy again then you're fine. I think it's um I think it's not expecting marriage to be a Disney fairy tale. Um and if you can if you can you know if you know that there're going to be times when you're exhausted, you're tired, you're you know other things, other elements are going to come in to how you feel about everything including your partner. And if you can if you can accept that Every day is not going to be a bed of roses. Then you're going to have more time spent in a bed of roses, I suppose, because you know when the bad times come, you can get hopefully get through them. I mean, I don't think there is any magic formula to um, a happy marriage. I would say that one thing my husband and I do a lot is we laugh. We make each other laugh a lot, and I think that's something that I take great pride in because if you can after 30 whatever years if you can still be laughing at the I must say incredibly bad jokes of your spouse <laughs> then um then you obviously cho- you know hopefully you chose correctly yeah no that sounds good yeah I I completely agree with the that and leather chaps <laughs> <laughs> secret secret ingredients <laughs> 
you know, this is how the reverse gets started. This is how the reverse gets started. Honestly, this has come up time and time again in this conversation. I don't own any. I promise you, I don't own any. I don't think I've ever even seen a pair, so I'm not sure I'll be able to recognise them. I've heard of them. Though. We're obviously obsessed with them, though. <laughs> well, a little bit, a little bit, clearly. Well, um, yes, laughing in marriage and any relationship is definitely, I feel like, very important. And I also think that kind of like having this sort of respect for each other that even if you are going through a little bit of rougher patch or even if you're having arguments, like there's definitely arguing is definitely art form that can be practiced. And there's different ways of, you know, if you're just having a bickering matches all the time, that's not always good. But I think it's also important to always remember not to go below the belt and keep the kind of like, like, you know, try to stay on the topics and not go and, and kind of like always remember to like, you know, we sometimes do have arguments often when we are hungry, we are very hangry people. So that's, we, we all, sometimes there's this like, you know, moments that we tell each other, not in the nice possible way that, you know, please don't speak to me until you've eaten something because, you know, the tensions do tend to rise. But it's just important to, I think, even in those moments to to keep it kind of like, not just go for anything that would be the most painful thing to say, but just kind of like mutter under a press something else, if you wish. And I would also say the short memory really helps. Like hanging on to some old wrongdoings, I'm thinking is probably the worst thing you can do for any relationship, that you, you need to just forgive and forget and move on and don't... Don't hold, don't hold grudges. Yeah, absolutely. Don't. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one as well. Just I need move to re- on. I need to remember that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do sometimes as well. I, I do get a little bit sulky sometimes when I'm hungry. I, I do have that kind of like streak of stubbornness. So, yeah, I mean, there's things are not perfect, but you know, we can we can only improve more from here. Right. So I feel like we are probably been doing this for a fair bit already. But let's take. Shall we take one more question? One last one, and then we'll do another. We'll do an um, episode this another time. Yes, that's that's a good idea. So let's let's take this one. How do you stay in shape? How do I uh, d- dog walking? Literally dog walking. <laughs> I I built a cake. Gym. <laughs> yeah, cake, cake. I I you know it's like whip whip the batter whip the batter. Um, I built a gym over lockdown in a in a disused Did garage in, in the garden and um, for the family. And um, so I have a Peloton, which I go through and I have a rowing machine and, and um, mats so we can do a bit of yoga. I used to do a lot of yoga. I am a, an intermittent exerciser. So I go through, it's all or nothing for me. So I'll go through a few weeks of like every other day. I'm like, yes, I'm committed. And then I'll go through huge amounts of time of not doing anything. But what I do do is I walk my dog. So um, I... Um, yeah, I can't say that I, ex- I certainly don't exercise daily, by any means. But I wish I, I, I don't know. There's no point in January. I might say I'm going to be committed to doing this every day. But I, I don't believe in lying to myself anymore. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen past January. So, a little, and maybe often is better for me. But I'm trying to stick to a regime that is very strict. Is is not the right way. Paula rebels. Good, good Paula has has good intentions, but naughty Paula rebels all the time. So yeah, 
Yeah. I, um, I'm very similar in that sense that I, when I get into exercising, I love it. I really enjoy it. It's not, it doesn't feel hard at all to keep at it. And then anything happens that kind of like breaks the flow. I never miss it. Like not like now, now I'm on that stage where I haven't been really doing much. Although my daughter has to do some strength and conditioning exercises because she's very into her sports and I've volunteered. She's quite reluctant. So I volunteer to do those with her because I think she really enjoys it because I'm so obviously much worse than she is. So I think she quite enjoys that part. So that's going to be what I'm doing. But I really would like to have this habit. This is what I'm, maybe this is could, could be my New Year's resolution. But I would like to have a habit of daily movement. It doesn't have to be anything much. It doesn't have to be anything like 10 minutes of Pilates routine, 15 minutes of, you know, weight something. I would like to, I, I'm, I think I would be, I would like to do especially more like something that would be more muscle building because I'm very fully aware how ladies of certain age start to lose the muscle. Oh, absolutely. That's what I would like to do. I met a lovely lady. um, I can't remember her name, unfortunately, but um, at an event recently, well, a few months back, and she has a a course called Meet Me at the Bar. And it's it's ballet. Bar, It's it's like it's online ballet. And um, it's an online course, and I think she does video tutorials, which I'm planning to start in the new year um, because I love the idea of, of ballet. And you don't need the bar and all that sort of thing. Um, but, um, yes, and that apparently um, improves strength and um, agility and all those things, which sounds wonderful. So I'm going to try, I'm going to be trying that. Meet me at the bar um, is, um, I think I think she's on Instagram as well. Well, actually, both of us do also do gardening. Like that, I feel like that's oh, very yes. physical. Yeah. So that's I feel, and that's that's very. I feel like I'm also kind of like taking care of my mental health at the same time. I love digging. That's my favorite thing. Whenever I feel really anxious about anything, digging holes is the best best therapy for that. Do you know? It's funny. I'm not a hole digger, but I like I like. When I weeding, I like tight. I like. I'm not a um, hole digger. I'm not sure if I would describe myself as a hole digger. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what, Susanna, your pastimes: <laughs> hole digging, hole digging, mountain climbing, and going into potholes. What was the other thing? Caves, cave diving. <laughs> I'm having the best cave. life. I'm having the best cave diving. Cave diving. I didn't. I really didn't know you were so adventurous. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> Digging those holes life. is the closest I'm getting to the caves. <laughs> the secret life of SH Nordic. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yes, me. Um, yes, you're right. Gardening is one of those things that you, you do, but you don't associate as exercise which is a wonderful thing for me because um i think the minute i realize it's exercise i'll probably stop doing it (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is a good thing that absolutely is a good thing but i think that's probably now a good time to wrap this up and thank everybody for listening and this is what we've been um told that if you could please subscribe and like this episode obviously if you liked it if you didn't don't bother but um (laughs) 
that supposedly is very helpful for any new podcasters. So thank you very much for your support. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Honestly, it's been um, always always a laugh. Always a pleasure, Susanna. Always. always so fun. Oh, I would happily so. do this for just to have these chats with you I weekly. Know, this has just been so, <laughs> so much fun again. Oh. So thank you for watching, uh, watching, looking, watching, whatever you're doing, listening. And um, we will see you next time. Yeah. If you like this episode and would like to help the Joy of Home podcast, please share with your friends, rate and review. And you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever else you listen to podcasts. 